um, we were started talking. He's like, I noticed your shirt. So are you part of, because I had the nice cult uh-huh. shirt. And he's like, are you part of a cult? I'm like, yeah. He's like, I have my own religion too. Because I do it to get, really, I am I'm do it to as a tax shelter. So I don't have to. I uh, his, his church, he goes, I'm the only member, I'm the minister of it. And it's called the Crystal River. And so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, he uh, so he said he would listen to our podcast. our podcast. <laughs> so, Pastor James, <laughs> <laughs> but he said it's not avoiding taxes; it's you're sheltered from them. Okay. So, and then he said, "Yeah, it wasn't that hard to do." Filled out some forms on the computer. He's donated his property and his time, takes him off of taxes, and then okay. the tax the uh, his religion owns the oh, owns his owns his property and owns his car. I mean, what is the difference between what we're doing and some other religion? Because there's... We don't take ourselves as seriously. But is well, there a law that your religion has to? <laughs> I don't no, know. No, I don't think so. I don't know. I think that I believe we, we the are stuff putting that we've been tenants. putting in there, right? Yeah. I, I, I think most, most of the tenants and things that we've done have yeah. been pretty good, actually. And so if we did donate, uh, donate time, time and, and energy talents. and they had had a property in Puerto Rico and then it was just owned by the nice cult. I Is love it? this idea. Oh. We could do it. <laughs> I'm all for it. Yeah. 100%. Okay. I, I have to admit, I wouldn't mind wintering in a uh, tropical paradise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I received an email from, and I don't get them very often, from uh, Ronaldo. Oh! Oh! Wow! And he usually doesn't just communicate without without you reaching out. This is kind of like, oh. you know, he. Uh, you got an unasked for email, huh? Yes, but he just He's... wanted me to tell everyone that in his writings there are clues to a hidden treasure. Wow! That he that he had <laughs> that he had placed out there, and it's not. It may be, it's, maybe it's uh, money, maybe it's just worth something to your soul. But if you were to look, listen to, when we talk, when we read from his writings, uh, there are subtle clues in there. And he said that we have given enough clues that someone out there could find it. Oh, really? <laughs> he is so wise. I know. I Actually, I love that he did that. And it was just like... Uh, total news to me. But wow. uh, so we just want to tell our listeners if you listen back to the episodes and when we have given our uh, words, we, from Ronaldo. words from Ronaldo, uh, touched by Ronaldo, mm-hmm. those there are some enough subtle clues that you could find the treasure. Find okay. the treasure, okay. I was I was thinking that uh, you were going to say something would start a, a schism. What is it? A schism? I, I heard from Ronaldo, and he said that I should be the new leader. <laughs> That's what I was expecting. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I yeah, it was just a just a random email I got Friday night, and uh, kind of surprised me. I thought that you were going to say he he wanted to remind everyone about our December third. Um, <laughs> Live show, live show. So oh, he probably maybe. knew we would do it. Yeah. Well, there you go. Just this is another reminder for all of you out there. Get your names in. You can email Bishop at the nice dot com or Gunner at the nice dot com or Nathan at the nice dot com. If you do to Thor or Don, you won't get anything back nah. from them. <laughs> yeah. Don't even waste your time. Yeah. Uh, only fictitious people uh, email me. So. Yeah. And maybe we'll give some more clues to the hidden treasure. <laughs> maybe. We definitely should. We, we definitely, definitely should. Maybe the I hidden treasure is the friends we made along the way. <laughs> <laughs> that would be his. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Mom, I Joined a Cult. The only podcast about cults by an actual cult. Listen as we examine other cults, discuss what they did right and what they did wrong, and then build our own cult from the ground up. And now your hosts, Gunner, Dawn, Thor, and Nathan. Today is a special treat. I am super excited about today's. Actually, I don't think I've ever been more excited about a cult. This is scary, Gunner. 
<laughs> no, because I don't I I don't know very much about it. All I know is that it's bad. Bad. Or do you want to introduce it? Yes, I will introduce this bad cult. Did okay? I say like a sheep? Bad. No, it, it really is. Uh, it's not the best kind of uh, organization. And uh, what we're going to be talking about is the Ku Klux Klan. Okay. And Nathan is familiar with this because he grew up in the South. I, I did going to say he was a member. No, no. I, I do. I do remember going through. I think it was Tennessee and the Klan. Like with their white garb, I don't know if they had masks on, but they had their the white cloaks on regalia, and they were stopping cars huh. when we were going through Tennessee and giving them a look inside. I don't know if we were people of color you, if they would have passed the us, white test, but they opened they uh, kind of stopped the cars. This was back in seventy eight, seventy seven, and gave pamphlets out. Huh. And then maybe a mile down the road, there's a sheriff department where they had the same kind of setup where they were stopping cars and they just had a garbage can. And they said, hey, if you want to throw that away, you can do it right here. Did you guys keep it? <laughs> no, we threw it away. My dad was trying not to take the pamphlet from the Klan. Okay. Uh-huh. But we got one and then I don't even think we opened it. And then when we got to the sheriffs, we threw it away. But they had enough power, at least in the in that mid, or mid to late 70s, that they could... Stop cars and going through Tennessee. The police weren't yeah. stopping them. Nope, they they were just set up behind them. Uh, yeah, needless to say, the Klan probably doesn't have quite that much power today. So, But let's talk about the right. origins of the Klan. Tell us about it. <laughs> okay, so uh, the Klan, uh, the Ku Klux Klan was uh, organized in 1865 by six Confederate veterans. And it was... To fight, uh, basically, the Reconstruction. Uh, so let me give you a little bit of history here. So there's a war between the northern states and the southern states, and the south lost. I know. No, news, shocker. News. I know, I'm, I'm sure some people down in Dixie don't want to hear that. but <laughs> Isn't that one of the reasons why they, you know, why they rose up is because the Confederacy lost? Yeah. Uh huh. So, oh, you mean the Klan? Yeah. Yeah. So basically, what happened is uh, because the South lost, they had some penalties going on, and they were basically forced to accept abolition of slavery, and that meant blacks could vote, they could hold office, stuff like that, which was absolutely abhorrent to certain uh, members of the society. And so, six of uh, the former Confederate soldiers got together, and they came up with a. Uh, a new organization to fight that. There were some other ones springing up around the time, but this one gained momentum really fast. What what year was this that this started? 1865, so right after the, the Civil War. Ended, oh, that's basically. really soon after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, Ku Klux Klan, I, evidently the name, uh, I think... Uh, one of them, one of the things, kind of means circle, but it was kind of a cool thing to to form a club with with the K's in it at the time. I think the alliteration huh. was a kind of fun, I guess, for them. I, I guess so. Yeah. So. So the na- the words are just made up, whatever. Well, the fir- the word uh, circle is derived from like the Ku Klux part, but I can't remember what it what the Latin was. Clan is like. Our word of the family, yeah, circle of family. So the family circle. <laughs> I guess. What is that word? Yeah, got it. Family circle. Klutz. <laughs> so they're they're klutzes. <laughs> they're circle. Klutzes. I thought it was the clue. Uh, I mean, for a long time, I thought it was the Klu Klux Klan, like the. That's what I thought. Klu or is it Ku? No, it's Ku. Ku Ku Klux. Oh, Ku Klux Klan. So it's when you perform a coup, is this the kind of coup? No, no, it's I think it's just Ku. So anyway, this organization started gaining momentum, and it gained even more momentum when they got a famous general. Nathan Forrest uh, became the Grand Wizard. So anyway, I need to tell you a little bit about Nathan, okay? So Nathan was born, Nathan Forrest, let's just call him Forrest, okay? So Forrest was born very poor, and he worked hard in the South, and he became a slave trader and made a lot of money that way. You know, one of those self-made businessmen. And the Civil War came along, and he... Donated. Uh, he bought a whole bunch of arm uh, rifles and 
and uniforms and outfitted a troop and went out to fight and eventually he became one of the generals in the Confederate Army. In fact, he is the only general, both Union and Confederate, that did not graduate from... Uh, West Point. Yeah, West Point. He is the only general. And a lot of historians consider him to be one of the best generals that were there. A lot of them consider, uh, think that if he was in charge and not Lee, the South might have pulled off a win. He was very inventive. He was in charge of cavalry, and uh, he was their best cavalry commander. And he'd do wide sweeps, and he did a lot of guerrilla movements. He, he was very good. Very, very good. Um, not to say he won every single time and stuff like that, but but he was good enough so that most people consider him one of the better, if not one of the best generals that the South had. Hmm. So anyway, he lost everything, of course, with the uh, ending of the uh, Confederation States. Not, not good for his business. Huh? Not good for you. Yeah, suddenly it's like, dang it, what happened? I, I don't have anyone to sell anymore. Uh, so the yeah. inventory levels drop really, quick. <laughs> really, really quick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, he was known as Wizard of the Saddle. Oh, that's that's where he, that, is that why he changed? He became the Grand Wizard. That is why. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, I was going to say like I don't understand this wizard part that they threw in here. Uh-huh. I think that's the one of their best parts. Maybe we'll get to that later. But the Wizard of the Saddle is kind of a cool name. Wizard of the Saddle. So anyway, they got him to become the Grand Wizard and or, uh, become the organization of it, and they started. Doing the things that the Ku Klux Klan, we all know what the Ku Klux Klan does, I mean, and did. Uh, a lot of intimidation, lynchings, you know, murder hangings, whatnot. Basically trying to intimidate the black vote so that they could gain control of the South through the electoral process. And from what I read, and I, I didn't go back to it, about, but about 10% of black officials that were elected were either killed or harmed in some way, threatened, so on and so forth. Mm. Well, I mean, I'm sure everyone was threatened, but, you know, bodily harm and different things like that. They did a pretty dang good job, but they didn't do quite good enough job for Grant to win the presidential nomination. So he became the president. And Who became the president? Grant. Ulysses S. Grant. So... He, oh, Forrest was trying to become president? No, he wasn't pr- trying to become president. He was trying to stop uh, or gain control of the political moves in the South and, and repress the blacks. Uh, that was the, the objective of the Klan at the time. And it became very, very popular, very fast. And it sprung up all over the South. There were some places that fought it, though. There were a couple towns where the blacks got together and basically formed their own militia. To, to suppress stuff like that. But for the most part, they did a pretty dang good job of intimidation. and uh, But they weren't able to pull off the wing. Grant won. And one of the things that he did was uh, the Congress at the time, which was mostly Republican, started enacting laws to take care of that, uh, the, the Klan problem. They basically made it illegal to do those kind of activities, and including, uh, I think, Grant suspended the writ of habeas corpus so they started hitting it hard uh, as far as the, the federal government. And, of course, remember, they had troops in the South yeah. at the time. So they could impose their will on their end, and they did. And basically, the Ku Klux Klan was taken out. During Grant's presidency? Oh, yeah, yeah uh, during Grant's presidency. Now, so how long did they last? What, the Ku Klux Klan? Yeah, or? for this for, the, for this first part. About uh, 10 years Something like that. So, and Forrest was in charge of them for that. For, no. Well, what happened was after a couple of years, uh, Forrest actually tried to disband the Ku Klux Klan. He's like, we're going a little bit out of control. As a matter of fact, later on in his life, from what I know, he backed down a little bit on some of his rhetoric. Uh, I mean, he was still... Racist, and, yeah, <laughs> a racist. Although a dang good general, as we say, but he he backed down a bit. But anyway, he basically it was like, okay, guys, uh, we need to disband the organization, but they wouldn't. <laughs> they didn't disband. They were like, yeah, whatever. So uh, he was the probably the most powerful leader of the Ku Klux Klan, and 
he didn't have the power to stop that movement. It just gained a life of its own. But uh, suspending the writ of habeas corpus kind of helps quill things. Basically, what you're doing is you're you can throw people in jail. Guarantee of due process. Yeah, is is not there. It's just like, uh, we think you're a clan member. We're gonna stick you in jail for six months, huh. and we'll try and find some evidence. But you know, yeah. So that's kind of dangerous. But in situations like this. It was a good thing, I think. <laughs> and also, they were still trying to suppress this. It worked for the most part. I think it would have sprung up again, uh, the, or organizations like it. But what happened was that there was a kind of a weird contested election in uh, 1877. And the Republican, uh, Rutherford Hayes, uh, was against a Democrat. And there was some, uh, they collected all the ballots and stuff like that, but there was some irregularities in the South, and uh, they were trying to figure out what was going on, and it was in a point where there no one was really in charge, and the South was, you know, they had members in Congress, they were threatening to block kind of the presidential due process, be, and the recounts and stuff like that. Anyway, they got together in a committee and they decided, okay, we will take out the armies in the South if you agree that uh, Rutherford is president. So that was the big the big compromise. And take so, out the armies in the South? Yeah, like, in other words, the ones that were there, the occupying armies, basically, to make sure that everything was kosher. They send them home. Yeah, they were going to send them home. They were going to send them back. Oh, okay. So, so these occupying armies, they were because of the... Ku Klux Klan. And other things, yeah, because, uh, you know, trying to make sure that the South, uh, which they agreed to, uh, you know, have equal rights and stuff like that, the army was there to make sure to it happened. It. And to a certain extent, it worked. It worked. I mean, they, there were black people in office. There were things going on like that. But because of this compromise, they took the armies out of the South and the, the Reconstruction failed, basically. Uh, from then on, the South was able to intimidate blacks. Uh, they did the Jim Crow laws, stuff like mm-hmm. that, and uh, suppressed them for what a hundred years or so. You know, yeah. and there's still kind of so as I say, it, there's still some pr- suppression going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but anyway, so you think it was a bad president move, a bad move for them? I or do you think that the president would have? Pulled him out anyway. If was the president from the South? Or no, something? no. He, 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 the, they let the Republican uh, do it, uh, win. But I don't know. I I don't know enough about it to know if legally uh, or that was a good idea or not. I don't. But I do know that it screwed over all the blacks in the South. Basically, yeah. it just screwed them over. So. I don't like it because of that. <laughs> yeah, I don't like so, it. I, but I don't know if it was like one of those things where it's we have to do this. You know, it, it would have been horrible to have another civil war over that kind of thing. Because of that, because of the suppression of in uh, the laws hitting the Ku Klux Klan, and because that it wasn't really needed anymore, because they had their own legislators now and they could do what the heck they wanted to, the Ku Klux Klan basically disappeared. And it disappeared for quite a while. It disappeared until about 1915. In 1915, there came out a huge, major motion picture, big Mm -hmm. budget extravaganza, the first of its kind, called Birth of a Nation. The first motion picture to be played in the White House? Yes. Yes, I want to talk a little bit about that. (laughs) But let's talk about first what the Birth of a Nation is. I actually really want to see this, okay? Just for the historical aspects of it, okay? But in it, it basically is a romanticized version of the formation of the Ku Klux Klan and all the good that they did in the South, okay? No way. Yeah, and it was the first movie of its kind. It was huge. It was big. It was shown in the box office. or It was shown in the White House in front of uh, President, what was it, William... Woodrow Wilson, or William, no, yeah. Woodrow Wilson. Wilson. Drew, Wood, Woodrow Wilson. That's a prophet, right? That's Wilford Woodruff. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Wilford Woodruff. And then Lorenzo Snow was the president, right? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway, about the White House thing, 
Don was telling me, and since he knows a little bit about this too, because he lived in the South too. No, he, mm-hmm. he didn't. <laughs> no, he didn't <laughs> but he says that Woodrow, uh, Woodrow Wilson, uh, it was shown at the White House and he approved and he was like, uh, he's like, what was what was the quotes like? Something like it's it's like it's bottle lightning. I, I only wish it weren't true. That kind of thing, like that. Yeah. Some kind of quote like that, huh. yeah. which really puts him in a bad light. Yeah. <laughs> really puts him in a bad light. Anyway, according to Wikipedia, uh, Woodrow Wilson, it was uh, he. It was just a favor to the friend who who showed it to him before mm-hmm. national audiences, and he hated the film. And he basically printed, a, he basically said, I never said that. And so it's Wikipedia, but they did have sources listed, and the source was the National Archives. So I, which I didn't look at the source of National Archives, but I thought, you know what? That uh, makes a little bit more sense. It's good enough for them. It's good enough for you. Yeah, it was like that makes more sense than Woodrow Wilson being like, "I love this show." It just doesn't make sense. Right. Although you know, everyone has some inconsistencies, right? So I anyway, I hope that's true. I, I hope that it was just a, a PR campaign, basically. This movie created the romanticized the Ku Klux Klan and created a revival of the Klan. So I saw a little bit of it snippets of, from a documentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was basically a bunch of uh, white actors in blackface acting out some kind of uh, black revolt against the against the government and like um, raping people, women, and, and killing children. And, and then the KKK coming in like white knights and like squelching their, their rebellion and setting everything in order and yeah. It was kind of rewriting history. Yeah. Yes, 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 very much so. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> but, as I say, it was like the first movie of motion picture of its time kind of thing. It was it was huge. So, anyway, they became a huge revival of the Ku Klux Klan, became formed again. And some people got together and, and made it started working. So And this time it started going in the north as well. It wasn't just a southern movement. They kind of moved up the hate, not only against blacks, but most other immigrants and Jews, Catholics, stuff like that, those dreaded Catholics, right? Mm-hmm. And this was uh, during the time of the Prohibition was kind of big. And so we, you had violence and stuff going on, and uh, morality was changing. Uh, the Roaring Twenties and whatnot, you know, shirts were getting, skirts were getting shorter, there was a backlash against it. And the Ku Klux Klan at the time stood for good Christian values. Well, except for the hating your neighbor part. But other than that... And murdering. <laughs> and murdering them in, yeah. That's killing. only if they were a different race than you. Yeah, exactly. Other than that, it stood for good Christian uh, values, you know, and conservatism and anti-alcohol, you know, and, and supporting the prohibition, stuff like that. And it gained a lot of members as as people were, they get kind of scared when you have kind of social changes. And it gained quite a bit of momentum for a while. So, uh, as I say, in the north as well as the south and east and the west. In fact, we had two chapters at that time in Utah. So I during, just learned during, during this time, yeah, nineteen fifties, nineteen twenties, nineteen twenties, yeah. So uh, yeah, we there were two chapters. There was one in Salt Lake, and uh, uh, it got run out, and then one came up in Ogden for a while. Never gained a whole lot of popularity here. Did they do any murders or anything like that during the yes, time? Yes, yes. They uh, one uh, they murdered a black man. They they hung one black man here in Utah, and they also really? uh, an Irish Im- a grandpa Irish immigrant. Uh, they was running away from them and had a heart attack and died. So those were the things that happened here. Were they? Did they like? Were they Mormons? No, uh, in this religion, uh, they the religion in this cult? they were anti, uh, for the most part, uh, very anti-Mormons. Uh, they were against uh, Mormon because uh, the LDS Church had such a such a large controlling uh, control of the state, basically, and morals and whatnot. So, in this particular case, they were van- very anti uh, yeah, the established religion. And it was basically, I mean, the government worked hard to get rid of them, but also 
the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints were very, was very against the organization, the Ku Klux Klan organization. They were very against it, and they uh-huh. preached from the pulpit uh, against it and basically drove it out. So I don't understand why. We're both about families. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. I don't, I don't know why the they were values. against it. I know in some, I, I read a little bit about just the social aspect of the Klan that in some areas it was, they weren't as actively against. It was more a social. It was a social thing where they'd uh-huh. have like go and have a, like a social event. Like the Elks Club or something yeah. like that. And, and it wasn't really just kind of like everyone's like always dressed in white with pitchforks and But there was always crosses. like a, a undertone of that. And yeah. Then, yeah. And mm-hmm. then some chapters were much more but pe- actively but against. Yeah. But people who were kind of somewhat mainstream who didn't look too closely at it could probably stomach it a little bit, you know, like. I don't know. Any, I'm, I'm trying to make excuses. Yeah. So and, anyway. And they like have regular like park gatherings, potlucks and things. Bring your family, bring your kids. They don't go uh, to a barbecue. <laughs> Whatever no, you no, do. They, 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 they were just like clubs, right? <laughs> Places for, for people to socialize. Wonderful. Uh, but, there um, no there this there was, were proselyters at this yeah. time. I mean I mean like the experience that Nathan was talking about. That's proselytization. Mm-hmm. Yeah, forced proselytization. <laughs> anyway, uh, so, so it became it became quite large for mm-hmm. quite a while. There was uh, like a several million members at one time. Uh, the FBI had a a big hand in cracking down on it mm-hmm. uh, that time, and also. Obviously, with organizations like this, uh, as things come to light and people realize what exactly is going on, you start losing the people who are just there for the potluck, as Nathan says. And then, of course, the Great Depression came along. And when you're hungry and uh, don't have a job, sometimes it's harder to... To bring things to the potluck. <laughs> yeah. I thought that like you would gain more members that way with their hatred of whatever's going on. It they was, can channel that. But it was obviously not because of the blacks that this depression was going on. I mean, it's like yeah. you know, is I don't know. It 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 died out. Okay. And lastly, it the last time it went to let's see. 1944. So in 1944, the main chapter, the branch that was doing all the organization had to close due uh, to the fact that it couldn't pay its taxes. The IRS went after it. <laughs> so like Al Capone. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Yes, that, the great American institution. How do, we get, how do we catch our bad guys? We get them for tax evasion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, the Ku Klux Klan got hit by the same same thing. So, anyway, that was that was the the organization. So it kind of fell apart there. So, yeah, with the uh, uh, the civil rights movement, the the Jim Crow laws were getting fought and getting throwing out of court. Things were happening, and of course, there was a lot of unrest there, social unrest against like, whoa, things are changing. And the Ku Klux Klan started up again. Again, the FBI and other organizations worked really hard to suppress it and get rid of things. It's really hard at a local level when the key, all the key members are Ku Klux Klan members to do things, which is one of the good reasons why it's good to have a federal government to be able to step in and put things on a different level. And they were able to, for the most part, curtail it it's still around, but it is a shadow of what it used to be, the Klan. Mm. Uh, it's, a, it's just so shadow. It, it's, it came back in the 70s and hasn't left. It hasn't left, but it... Uh, Was it in the 70s that it came back, or did it come back before It then? came it back before, but it became more popular before. in the 70s. So yeah. basically, almost as soon as it died... Uh, because it was unable to pay the taxes, then other little branches sprung up, you know. And so they'll, you've got all these different organizations that use the Ku Klux Klan. They'll be like the White Knights of the Ku Klux Klan or, you know, the, the Great Oppressors of the Ku Klux Klan, you know, that little mm-hmm. different organizations. Mm-hmm. There's supposedly about a 190 chapters, at least in 2015. Wow. So I wonder if that's increased or decreased now. There is There seems to be... A little bit more uh, white supremacist sentiment out there. And from what I understand, 
the Ku Klux Klan has decreased. It's just there's too much baggage and bad history yeah. from it. Mm-hmm. But white supremacy might have increased, but there are other organizations that people can join that uh, will give them a, a good white supremacy kick in the pants that they want. So... I just don't like any organization that their soul, like what they're based on is the hate and tear down of some... I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it isn't, as I say, it isn't... Uh, there's no lynchings or very few right now. There's there's none of that aggressiveness. It's As I say, it's a shadow of itself right now, but there still is the hate we're better or we're we want everyone else that doesn't look like us to be away from us kind of thing kind of mentality that just yeah the non-inclusiveness of it is just it leaves a bad taste on your tongue it's so weird to think that that people base their i mean i totally get it I, i lived in the south for a while but um and i've been a minority Mm-hmm. Like in, in Venezuela when, it, when yeah. I was there, that people would hate you or think that you're, like, hate you based on the color of skin is yeah. so, is so, is, it just seems so crazy. It's, but it's, I, we're kind of conditioned to not like things that are different. I do think that as humans, we have part of our makeup is to lump people in groups and your group the is tribalism. the one, yeah, that tribalism. I think that's what what drives that uh, to some extent, that and upbringing and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean that's not something that needs to rule your life by any means. That tribalism, in fact, I think it's very destructive, very destructive to to everyone involved. Uh, what do you think, Don? You well, obviously want to talk about Don this. likes the Klux Klan, coup the clue, coup yeah the Klux Klan. Blues the clues, KKK. Klux Klan. No, um, just I don't know the the sentiment that uh, the the white races. It's it's kind of like a tie into the Nazis, where the they were trying to preserve the master race and preventing um, other nationalities from mongrelizing it or something. It just seems so fanatical and weird. As we're talking about the master white race of us, all four of us guys with no hair on our heads. <laughs> like, Man, there's not that, that, a lot of what, genetic superiority. What, what genetic superiority do we have? Well, we're, we're not in the category of the master race. Just we are so not. You know. okay. We are not. There was a, a documentary I, I heard recently uh, that said that o- almost half of the current people in the United States have ancestors that were part uh, of the KKK. I'm not one of them. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. no, I, no, uh, our ancestry, none of our ancestries come from the South or, uh, yeah. yeah. What were their, their credences? What were the creeds? Their beliefs. Uh, their beliefs. They've toned down the rhetoric at times, and there's so many different chapters. Okay, this is another thing. There's so many different chapters and infighting and stuff like that, so that as an organization, there is no true central organization of it. So, And every little group has their own little philosophies, but basically it's just one of those, the Aryan, you know, the basically white superiority or white apartheid basically yeah. we don't want it that that's the toned down version of we don't want to have anything to do with another race kind of thing they didn't like uh, other settlers or other immigrants uh, yeah they didn't it's very anti-immigration so uh, it's conservatism at its worst okay of the we can't have change kind of thing um and that's that's basic. And as I say, each one has their different laws, and they've got different cool little net-sounding names and stuff like that. Nathan wants to talk about names. I'm no, sure. I do, but maybe we'll talk about it in the in the next segment. <laughs> the symbolism of the burning cross that seems to be one of their their main um, defining symbols. They they've burned crosses for decades, just as kind of a I mean for 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 centuries as kind of a sign of religious fervor, but. For the KKK to uh, uh, make it their thing, they just got it from the movie Birth of a Nation. Oh, really? Yeah. It wasn't uh-huh. before that. No. Yeah. No, they had it in that movie, and they're like, yep, yeah, this is who, our symbol. Who says that movies don't influence people? <laughs> <That's right. laughs> 
that's scary. That that is that's scary that that one stupid movie had so much influence. It's scary on that it's scary that people buy into it and be like, "Oh, this is this is it. This is the truth." For a while, I was wondering whether or not it was a uh, it was a, actually a cult or not, just because it's so disorganized right now, and it feels more uh, more political than anything. But I talked with my dad, and he basically said, do they have tenants that they follow? Do they have, you know, guidelines and stuff like that? And they do. They do have guidelines. Do those guidelines make them behave irrationally compared to mainstream population? Yes, they do. Because of that, I have to say, yes, it is. It, it, it is I consider it to be a cult. Isn't it exciting, like, going somewhere where you're the minority and talking with someone and changing their mind on you? I like it. I enjoy it. I agree. When I was in Costa Rica, I loved to talk with people. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, you go and you talk with them, and they have a total, uh, this view of you and what you're like, and Uh some people, you, whatever, they're not going to change their mind. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But then, others, maybe I don't believe in your religion, but... You're all right people. Yeah, exactly. Some of these, I'm lo- just looking up the names of... The uh, something Cyclops. Oh, yeah. And, and, the uh, Imperial Wizard, the Invisible Knights, the... Um, Are they talking about... Is that in the bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Imperial Wizard in the bedroom. I'm the Invisible Knights. I know I, they had a Cyclops one, something like that. It's, it, but I think every little group does their own little fun stuff. I was reading one group, and all their high things, uh, all their offices started with a K. Then there's other ones that do other things. Exalted so. Cyclops. That's just, that's exa- yeah, there it is. That's, Exalted Cyclops. I think that's cool. Nathan Forrest having a having a good time here. <laughs> so, should we get to the... Let's get to the good, the bad, the culty, shall we? The good, the bad, and the culty. And now we discuss what this week's cult did right and where they went wrong. Yeah. Okay, so the good. Those names, though. Are those names? Grand oh. Wizard... <laughs> Imperial Dragon or uh, <laughs> Imperial Dragon? That's one of them. One of them. Oh, okay. and they had, they the had something dragons uh, and they had the Exalted Cyclops. Oh, that's that's, that's, that's great. Like, what? Uh, nice. you know, Next I, level names. I bet like Walmart and the Macy's of the time loved them because all their white sheets would go like that. Yeah. It, so the second time the KKK got organized, how they made their money was selling the costume. That's how, that's how they made their money is selling the costume. So. Yeah. <laughs> you have to have your official hood. We we are 100% against anything that they stand for, but having uh having a costume. Yeah, shouldn't we have one? A ceremonial costume. We need cool, I think right? we need to make kind a ceremonial cool. costume. Oh. No, no white no, hoods. No, 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 no racial overtones. No, we don't yeah, want that. Yeah. Let's see. What else is good? Maybe what we they should do. They had barbecues and potlucks, guys. That was yeah. always nice. <laughs> Those yeah, are nice. Community I think so. Nice. Bringing families together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's they they touted that. But I don't know if that's certain true. destroying other families. Yeah, certain yeah. families. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I, I think we're stretching again. We are. Yeah, we're totally one. stretching. Like honestly, okay. there's, I, there's not a whole lot you could find really good about the KKK. It's, seriously, you can't. It's it's a hate group. Did you guys see the Black Klansman that movie? Oh yeah. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I, like I think it's based on tr- a true story. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Where they they have a black cop that goes undercover. Yeah, goes undercover, and he he applies, and they give him a they give him a certificate to be a, a Klansman. So but, a, a black cop and a Jew, and they're they play the same person undercover. The black guy is he, he's on the, the guy phone. On the phone. He's on the phone. Yeah, okay. talking to the the Grand Wizard, and then the. The Jew is the guy who's there in person. Oh, that sounds interesting. And they're working together. I've seen bits and pieces of it. It looks really fun. Okay, the bad. Uh, racism, bad. Hate, hate of, hate of um, other nationalities, hate of yeah. blacks. Yeah. Building, building something strictly on hate mm. is bad. Yeah. Yeah, that is. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's unworthy of the nice cult. Yeah. 
it is by definition not nice. Exactly. You would not believe the amount of lynchings and stuff like that that, that they attribute. It was it's just ridiculous, like uh, 300,000 or something like that. Just, oh my just gosh. horrible. What just, is the actual lynching? Okay, lynching is a murder okay, it's in murder. a sense of self-mobilizing communities or urban quarters. Okay, it's an extrajudicial kill, killing by a group. It is most often used to characterize informal public executions by a mob in order to punish an alleged transgressor, convict, or to to intimidate. It's also an extreme form of informal group social control. Is Does it always end in death, though? Is that what yeah, it, you can't right. have a lynching without a death? Mainly extrajudicial punishment. Huh. Okay, so it, it could be like tar and feathering. Mm-hmm. It could be uh, beating to a bloody pulp. Uh, yeah. And it could be hanging. Well... Not nice, though. Yeah, not nice. Not nice. We're against so, that. Yeah. We're going to Yeah. Okay, so now we get the culty, right? Yeah. Building a cult. And now we take from what we learned this week and build our own cult, one belief at a time. Um, I think that we should bring... I think that we should bring on... This is my thought. The hate of the white race. <laughs> <laughs> Let's mm. bring that on. No, it's I, all right. It's all right if we're white. I think that we should still have that. Uh, I can tell you, like that. I can tell you all the bad things about all the white men that I know. According to the picture, Ronaldo is white. I think he's a little... Does he... Does he mixed. What? I think he's mixed a little he's bit. He's got a little Arab in there somewhere. Maybe. Maybe. And maybe a little like like a Latin American okay. vibe kind of going on. A little on. of everything. A little of everything. A little, a little of everything. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, the names, those titles are just so cool. <laughs> we have oh, we, we already have, have cool titles. We do. We do. Uh, we can't we can't take that okay. on. Okay. Um, so titles are kind of out. I do like the idea of a costume, but. In no way, shape, or form can it be associated with them. Well, yeah. I mean, there are lots of options for costumes. So, something besides our awesome casual shirt. Maybe. I, I was thinking, you know how uh, Thunder Down Under, the Chippendales, how they have those cufflinks, but nothing else? No, they have, those, they those have speedos. Are, yeah, no, but they don't have, the, they've got bare arms, but they just have the cufflinks, you know, the, the collar thing. I don't I think know if I can awesome. bring that on. <laughs> I think that would be so fun to have off. that. I don't know what, this, what you're I talking about. I can't pull off nothing but cufflinks. Should I go, so do I need to go see the Thunder Down Under? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, you, we, in fact, we all should go, guys. <laughs> should we make a trip to Vegas and see the Thunder Down Under, under in in because of the Ku Klux Klan? Ku Klux Plan. There we no, go. So yeah, what they do is they have uh, it's a Chippendales. They have just Nathan knows what I'm talking about. They've got uh, basically the 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 tail end of the white long white shirts with cufflinks on it, and that's the, they oh, don't have really? the white oh. shirt. They just have the, okay. <laughs> so that's our formal tires we have. Well, we can we can have the cufflinks, okay? But I, I think this is this is personally okay. my opinion. We should have. <laughs> oh, oh, he's showing pictures of the yeah. of the Chippendales guys awesome. with their special cufflinks. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, and and a bow tie. Yeah. Um, so since the um, sauna is such a big, a huge part of our religion, mm-hmm. um, maybe we should have as our uniform a special a nice cult towel. The sauna, oh. towel. sauna towel. We need to have the sauna towel in there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Don. That needs to be it. You come right. up with some good that's ideas sometimes. Yeah, that's the that's go. it right there. And, and we didn't have the nice cult and the embroidered and the face on it embroidered. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll and make this. That is uh, that's uh, that's great formal attire. If everyone yeah. could walk in exactly. like that, a ceremonial <laughs> garb, ceremonial that only, attire okay, that you yes. only wear when you're going into the, the sauna. The sauna. Okay. Okay. There you go. Which is yeah, a holy place and right. at the nice cult. That's our temple. I listened to this podcast. There's another. There are other podcasts about cults. No, no there's not. The, none of them are good, though. Okay, no, there kidding. is not a single. There's some good, good ones. Okay, yeah, there. Are. But there are, um, but, we're but the best. Uh, one of them was talking about like what they consider a cult, and and he said if if you can be excommunicated, and then you, the society around you will shun you for leaving the organization. Mm-hmm. Then it's a cult. 
That's what he said. What do you guys think yeah. of that? Well, I think there's more than just one definition of right. being a cult. It's well, like that. Totally, what do you think of that definition? Well, so, that, that is one of the aspects of authoritarian control. Yeah. Ostracizing ex-members. From the bite model. Yeah, I, from the bite model. So we need to ostracize someone to make our cult legit. <laughs> I, I have a hard time with that. Take away I, their towel. I think that's too broad because you could you could throw the American government as a cult. You know, well, they, 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 you, you, you can kick uh, you can kick people out of the country. You can ostracize, but would you the, get ostracized with your any major religion? As if that if the religion in the community is large, then that that might happen. You know, we don't talk to so and so anymore because. He said something bad about our church or whatever. Yeah. But I wouldn't consider that kind of cult. I mean, that that would basically mean any any but every major religion you. is. It does control you and keeps you from questioning stuff and keeps you from <laughs> from. But the definition of a cult for me is it is outside of regular society. Okay. That is one of the implied definitions. Implied terms. Implied of. terms of a cult is it is outside the regular society, and so that's one of the major differences. That's why right. major religions are probably not culty, even though they have a lot of aspects that you could correlate with being a cult. Mm -hmm. But because they are involved and integrated in the mainstream society, you can't consider them cults. No, At least I can't. But okay. can can we agree that we have excommunicated? He was never a member, but Garrison Ford, uh, <laughs> no. our main bad guy. We are you uh, sure as, he wasn't a member? No, as Don said, we removed his ceremonial sauna towel. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that's the point. only thing we can do. <laughs> we put the his sauna towel. We put the burned. excommunicado. <laughs> symbol on it like we branded it <laughs> <laughs> while he was wearing it while he was wearing it we hope you had fun with us as we explored this week's cult join our adventure next week as we continue to build our cult one belief at a time until then if you're going to join a cult join the nice cult <laughs> When I'm like rubbing her, I'll rub her belly, and then I'll make sure to rub her 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 teats, uh -huh. just so that she's used to it. So when uh -huh. I do start milking her, she's not gonna be kicking at the uh -huh. thing. But uh -huh. I do it every once. And Callie's like, "What the hell are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> Looks like I'm like fondling her. I'm like, I'm rubbing her all over so that she under so that she's used to it and she doesn't just kick my kick the bucket when I do it. Anyway, I thought that was a wise thing to do, but then the thinking about it and like what I'm doing, I'm like, is this awkward? Is this wrong? No. No. That's what you do, right? He, he did that to all these girlfriends too in high school. <laughs> he made <laughs> I, yeah, I, I would do that and make sure that when the milk started coming, they get used to it. Gunner, I I don't you've got these delusions of mel milking that goat. And that goat is a pygmy goat. Pygmy well, goats give some of the best milk. Concentrated. <laughs> you don't know that? Well, no. It's like uh, the nipples yeah, are going to be so small. Yeah. It's going to be like two. No, yeah, it's right. Have be you ever like... milked a cow? Yes, I have. And it sucked. Yeah, it's it, like It this. was the worst. The, a goat's udders are like, you can put your whole hand on it. Okay, yeah, cow's usually. udders can be long, too. They can. They've been, they've been bred for milking machines, and that's why they have oh, the small ones. Is that really why? Oh, oh yeah. that's horrible. Mm, yeah. Anyway. I didn't know that they had, they could have long udders. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. I like the long udders. They're yeah, I like them too because you can yeah, actually yeah. milk them. Yeah. On the mission, I went out there. Like there was a, a member, Spanish member. We mm -hmm. went over and had dinner at their house, and they're like, they had a goat outside, and they're like, oh, I gotta go milk. And I was like, can I do it? And the guy thought I was crazy. I'm out there, <laughs> and my companions like tried to do. It. He's like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm like, get out of my way. And I'm like going to channel. <laughs> <laughs> I get it all done, and the guys, the guys, like, oh my gosh, you can come over anytime. <laughs> like this is, you're getting excited about milking a goat. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs>
I used to do this all the time. And I used to complain, and now I realize how good it was. The, when, I don't know if this is for air or not, but going over to the Bjarnsons as, like, just in high school was a, such a culture shock. And going there, like, one time, I, I don't know if they were trying to impress me or what it was, but, like, hey, do you want a milkshake? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to give you something good, <laughs> Nathan. <so> great. <laughs> <laughs> They're like... Okay, well, let's go do it. Let's go make one. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that sounds great. And then it's like from the goat, still warm. <laughs> so again, little floaties with, around. And with pieces, like little lumps or whatever. And then we just put bananas. Bananas in there. <laughs> Frozen bananas. Frozen bananas. So it was like a lukewarm goat, We didn't have any ice because there was no re- room in the freezer for it. There was too many placentas. <laughs> Say that had in there. <laughs> it was strong pacing, but actually not not bad. Not bad. I, yeah, I, I think you. I think you managed to down it. Yeah, there might have been more. Yeah. You, but there was. There Nathan was, was a trooper. Seriously. There was hair, but that wasn't a big deal. Was there a, was hair sometimes? Yeah, there, it wasn't a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. And, either, and the lumps. I think you um, you filtered it. Like yeah, you I strained it, it. You strained it. So. Mm-hmm. It was never strained properly. I don't Not know what 100%. we did at our house. It was never like there was always hair. It's like they, they dumped in too much, so it went over the sides and then went well, in. Well, the strainer had holes the size of quarters. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's where the lumps came. <laughs> That was actually pretty cool. I, I did not like... It was just like, really memorable. I did not like the taste of goat milk. Mm. Goat cheese, though. Big fan. Not a huge fan. Really, I I've like gotten, goat cheese. I've like gotten goat more. Cheese. I've gotten more used to it. Yeah, and well, I could get it. Well, you're talking about milking your goat. What are you going to do with the milk? I don't care. I'll dump it. <laughs> <laughs> you had to make cheese. I have a cheese. There's just something about. Is there something about so, milking a milking an udder that just? <laughs> so before, before you can make a goat lactate, you have to get it pregnant. So if you're not going to use the milk for anything, then why not keep the the kid, raise it. Oh no, that's what I would do. Oh, okay. Yeah, they can't drink all the milk. Yeah, yeah. Especially if they're just one, or I mean, you could have a, a few, yeah. but yeah. you give them formula. Listen, baby goat is so <laughs> damn cute. Getting your you saw her in that shirt. Come on, the nice yeah, cult pretty shirt. Cute. Pretty was, damn cute. My kids like that. She's eating the eating the oh, tomatoes. She's loving them. We need, we need to put that online. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's, we'll that's for this next episode that I'm going to upload. Okay. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm.